0: I.V.M.
1: a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories, India's very own travel podcast, where each week we share the journey of travellers in their own words and relive their experiences with you, our listeners.
2: Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories. Before we get on with today's episode, a quick shout out to Akash Gupta and Sai Shrihari for writing in to us. We always appreciate the effort you guys take to write to us. Thank you. Also, a quick shout out to one of our fellow bloggers, Elita, also known as the Nomadic Thinker, for the brilliant expressive writing workshops that she does. We recently had a chance to be a part of one of her workshops and had an absolute blast. Make sure to check out the schedule for our next workshop. We highly, highly recommend it. Links are in the show notes. As for today's episode, we speak to Srikanth from Hyderabad, who blogs under the handle traveldiaries.vacations. So buckle up and sit back as we find out where Shrikanth is taking us to today. Shrikanth, thank you so much for joining us on the Musafir Stories and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi Shrikanth.
0: Hey, Fai- Hi Faizer. Nice you? meeting you guys today evening.
1: And we are super excited to talk to you. I don't know. Somehow, at least uh, Hyderabad feels almost home. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. so yeah, just as a little bit of a background is that uh, Pfizer's family is actually from uh, Bidar. Uh, that's uh, okay. a town in North Karnataka, <laughs> which is also which also happens to be close to Hyderabad. So, yeah,
1: it has like a big Hyderabad influence. So, a lot of my dad's relatives are in Hyderabad, uh, including my own uncle. So, okay. Hyderabad is like almost second home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's actually uh, good for its uh, uh, fort. fort and the black bug. Yes, uh, the
2: kadi, kadi. yes. Awesome. So that was about us. But uh, Shrikant, before we uh, jump into the conversation about the place, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you?
0: Yeah, sure. This uh, here. Hi, guys. And uh, uh, I'm a full-time uh, learning professional. That's my nine-to-five job. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's something which does not stop me from traveling. And there is something which is kind of a bug bit me roughly around 2016 mm-hmm. uh, uh, with my first trip to Ooty. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's when I recently purchased a desktop as well. And... Having a new vehicle, uh-huh. you tend to uh, hit the road more often. <laughs> and uh, since then, uh, having uh, hit the road to Uti, uh, I was thinking as to how do I capture my memories. Mm-hmm. I started off small. Uh, I did not have a, a website at that point in time. Yeah. So I started off by writing uh, about my travelogue uh, to UT mm-hmm. on uh, Lonely Planets, uh, newly launched at that point in time and uh, that's when it started off uh, and uh, since then I've been traveling roughly two years uh, down the lane I could say, two 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 and a half years of travel uh, and uh, I've clocked close to around 40,000 kilometers uh, in these two years. Uh,
1: wonderful, so who's your partner?
0: Partner most of the cases is my wife and oh, my son.
1: Wonderful. Okay. <laughs>
0: If you have someone who wants to sit in the front and be uh, that particular person who is a navigator for me, then it is it is my son. Oh, and uh, that, huh? uh, there's a lot of fight that happens between my wife and uh, my son on who occupies the seat beside me. So.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's wonderful. And um, yeah, just as a quick, how should I say, a quick reference to our listeners, uh, Srikant also happens to be the chapter leader for um, Road Trippers Club. Hyderabad chapter. Uh, we covered the Road Trippers Club in uh, one of our previous episodes and we had the wonderful folks, Vidit and uh, Deepa, come talk to us as well. So, Srikant is a part of a bigger family. We, are, Faz and I, are a part of the Bangalore chapter and Srikant heads the Hyderabad chapter. So, that's a little bit of a insight for you guys into um, what Srikant does. Now, um, Shrekath, what we usually do with the Musafra stories, as you know, is uh, we usually request our guests to take us on a journey, on a trip with them. Uh, So with that in mind, where are you taking us to today?
0: So I'm planning to take you guys to a wonderful place. It is a place called Gandikota. Oh. I would not want to refer it as a Grand Canyon of India because <laughs> yes, it has its own uh, it has its own uh, importance, and uh, I don't want to compare it to an international destination there. Thank you so, so much for
1: saying that. Because a lot of people say that, and I in my mind, I completely disagree with them. So yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: So again Gandikota is a place that falls in Rayal Sima region of Andhra Pradesh right. it has uh, importance there uh, when you call Rayal Sima mm-hmm. and we locals in uh, who, have, who have their mother tongue as telugu mm-hmm. we call yeah. it as Nala Sima, uh which uh, if i need to translate it would be translating into the land of germs.
1: yes okay. perfect and which is the other destination you i'm sorry you just i just interrupted you in gandikota and
0: uh, Gandhikota is the first destination that we have been to. And uh, while returning back from Gandhikota, we happened to stop at Baleam Caves. Okay. It has its own importance there with uh, respect to the longest uh, caves in India. The second longest, uh, in fact, the first one being in the northeast in Meghalaya.
1: Right. And it's a complete marvel of nature as well. So yes, we are all yours.
2: Yeah, we're very excited because both of these are, um, as you said, uh, they have their own rightful place, right? Uh, Beautiful marvels of the nature. And uh, we ourselves had a chance to visit these places. So we are uh, looking forward to sharing our insights as well as we go through this journey with you and uh, share it with um, our listeners. So without much ado, let's jump into the thick of things, right? Uh, When did you do this trip?
0: So uh, Saif, we did this trip in September of 2018. We started off by planning uh, a part of the adventure group as well as a, a road trippers uh, club initiative. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we uh, planned this trip along with colleagues and friends.
2: Is, there, is that a good time to visit Srikanth? I know because uh, <laughs> a lot of the parts of um, Andhra Pradesh and South India in general tend to get hot during the summers, but uh, yes. September is a good time to visit
0: there is one area that I would want to talk about uh, from a, a region standpoint. So, this is uh, more of those rocky regions okay. in Andhra Pradesh. Unless you are uh, leaning on towards November, December, that's when you'll have uh, a slight uh, a cool breeze coming your way. Else, it is uh, very hot during the daytime, but it tends to get cooler in the evenings.
2: Okay. And uh, in terms of the length of the trip, right, it seems like a weekend trip that you have done. Do you suggest this is an optimum amount of time to cover the places in and around gandhikota and? Belam or uh, in hindsight, would you say maybe a day or two more would have been sufficient?
0: If, if you're just looking at covering just the Gandikota piece and uh, Belam caves, uh, two days should be sufficient. Mm-hmm. You need to start uh, early, uh, roughly around six o'clock in the morning on a okay. Saturday. Okay. You should be back in Hyderabad by around uh, eight, nine ish on a Sunday evening. If okay. it is just these two places that you're looking at covering.
2: Okay, wonderful. Um, cool. So uh, let's get started then in terms of um, where you were headed off from, uh, you started from Hyderabad, you said, right?
0: Yes. So we started off planning this trip roughly around uh, two, three weeks before the actual uh, travel date. Mm -hmm. We used uh, Road Trippers Club website as well to a certain extent to plan our trip, to brand it more from a Road Trippers Club Hyderabad chapter, as Mm -hmm. well as uh, the adventure club that we are a part of. And then uh, we started uh, using it for RSVP and uh, any of the discussions that we would want to have. Now the best part is uh, we had a good quorum, uh, roughly around 25 uh, of our friends and colleagues Mm -hmm. uh, along with their families. In uh, around five cars, okay. all planning done, we procured tents, but we believe in camping when we go out. We started off on uh, on, on uh, Saturday uh, at around uh, six in the morning. We met at a common place uh, on the Outer Ring Road, the entrance of the Outer Ring Road uh-huh. in Hyderabad. So that's where it all started. The back end planning, everything I was taking care of with some amount of help from uh, a, a few colleagues of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, they were helping me out, uh, check out the route and, uh, uh, also look at the logistics that we might need, what is that we need to carry because we need to be, uh, we need to, uh, focus that we are going to camp. So we need to carry a lot of, uh, essentials that we would be needing uh, during the trip.
2: Sure. So in terms of yeah. permissions and stuff, do you need anything of that sort or, uh, you're free to camp wherever you want to?
0: Uh, so, there is a catch here. We were about to fall into a trap in Gandhikota. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, luck was our way, so uh, we tried escaping it to that next end. But you're free to camp. You're free to camp. There is a, a, a dedicated uh, place just beside the gorge, close to the fort there, where you can camp free of cost. You don't need to pay anyone anything. Uh, you just need to go there, pitch your tent, uh, and then you relax, looking at the stars and uh, the wonderful view. Uh, The catch uh, or the challenge that I was mentioning about is uh, if you're unaware about this place and then uh, you start approaching the locals or the the only resort that's there, then there is a possibility that you might get uh, into uh, some amount of uh, financial loss because they would try charging uh, a lump sum amount from you, which Mm -hmm. ideally is not required.
2: Yep, because uh, that's why I want to call this out, um, that people will try to thug you and they'll try yep. to scam you if, if, uh, especially if they find out that, uh, that you're from outside of town, etc. Uh, they might yep. try to take advantage of that. So people, please do keep that in mind. Uh, if you're planning a trip, uh, make sure you try and have at least some ideas to where you could, uh, camp by yourself and you don't really have to, uh, shell out money just to pitch a tent. Right. But having said that, make sure that you pay the, uh, appropriate equipment. That way you don't have to rely on others, um, right, to, uh, like, like the resorts and things around. There's not too many, but, uh, whoever, right, uh, they might try to charge you for that. So it's best to carry your own equipment and, um, it's, it's, uh, absolutely free, of course, to pitch there. Um, and now before we, um, kind of get into more details as to what are the things you saw uh, just for the uninitiated and people who are still thinking uh, because we didn't quite speak a lot about uh, gandikota right yeah. yeah because uh, we both of us have been there so uh, I, I don't want to uh, assume that everybody will know because technically uh, Speaking, it's still a little underrated, right? Not many people, if you move outside of, uh, say, South India, uh, not many people know about this, even though this is such a marvelous, um, as far as I mentioned, a marvel of nature, right? So basically, Gandikota is uh, a gorge, a gorge beside the Pennar River, right, uh, shrikant
0: Yes, just beside the Panar River and uh, also uh, uh, one area that uh, I would like to highlight uh, specific to Gandhikota and uh, anything and everything that you could find there, the ruins and also buildings. All of that is made of sand uh, and limestone. Uh So that's something which stands out uh, and uh, people who like uh, sculptures and art, Mm -hmm. they would definitely be uh, in for a wow moment when they go there.
2: Exactly, exactly. Wonderful. And yeah, it lies in uh, Andhra Pradesh because uh, some people might uh, now get confused between Andhra Pradesh and Telangana, which where does yeah. it lie? But um, yeah, this lies in Andhra Pradesh. And uh, the region like Srikanth referred to earlier is uh, usually referred to as Rayal Seema, you said,
0: right? Yes, it's it's a part of Rayal Seema.
2: Correct. So awesome. Now tell us a little bit more. Now you've started off early from um, Hyderabad. You've had um, your pit stops and everything. And uh, what time did you yeah. arrive at Gandhi Kota?
0: So uh, we started roughly around 6.30, as I've already mentioned, and uh, we reached Gandikota uh, around 2.30 in the afternoon with uh, some decent pit stops uh, for breakfast as well as uh, tea on the way. Uh, And definitely when you're on travel and on a road trip, you tend to stop uh, for pictures as well uh, (laughs) as you're on the highway. So uh, that not uh, uh, given a least priority. So uh, we uh, roughly took around um, six hours of travel plus uh, an hour or two of uh, stopping here and there.
2: So uh, still that way, it's uh, not too much. And uh, in terms of your stay, where were you guys uh, staying? I know you camped by the gorge, but uh, did you also have like places uh, booked for you?
0: no so we did not book anything uh, okay. what we did was we uh, picked our tents uh, i hired them in hyderabad from a common friend that we have okay. uh, who rents out the tents but uh, we did not book anything the best part uh, is uh, there is a harita resort there now they also have common uh, uh, washroom uh, and toilets okay. which uh, can be used by people who are not staying at harita as well so that is something which we uh, optimally utilized
2: Okay. interesting because um, as as far as i remember that's the only Harita resort which is the official uh, andhra pradesh tourism uh, resort yep. right uh, that's the only pretty much the only resort or the stay option you have um, while in gandikota right so if you're not planning to pitch a tent make sure you make uh, appropriate reservations uh, because you can't just turn up there and uh, expect to find a room because it doesn't have a whole lot of rooms as well, right?
1: And quite difficult to book as well because I remember when we were trying to look for places, uh, first of all, I mean, we found Harita was the only place and the bookings were done for almost like two months ahead. So quite difficult in that aspect. So if anybody who's planning, make sure your plan, if you're planning on staying in Harita, the plans are concrete.
0: Yeah. Yeah so uh, the number of rooms limited there uh, are safe. Yeah. so you have uh, roughly 4 to uh, 6 to 8 cottages and a couple of dormitories there okay. uh, that's it uh, so uh, you need to plan probably a month or two is what uh, in advance you need to plan if you want uh, to stay in a hotel uh, now there is a disadvantage there now uh, the disadvantage is uh, The property is decent, but it's uh, slightly far off uh, from uh, any of those uh, views that you would want to uh, probably get up on a morning. Uh, And uh, that's something which could be the only uh, uh, challenge there. Right, right.
2: Awesome. So um, now you're freshened up and everything at now uh, what did you guys have uh, planned in mind?
0: So uh, we had our lunch there uh, and uh, post our lunch, we wanted to explore the place. Okay. Now, um, when you trust Google, uh, at times you land up at the place that you need to land. Uh-huh. Uh, but there are also instances where you tend to get uh, uh, lost while uh, searching for the place that you need to take.
1: <laughs> you have arrived at your destination.
0: So uh, we ended up uh, landing at uh, uh, roughly six kilometers away from Gandikota Fort and we passed by Gandikota Fort. Okay. And uh, uh, we ended up landing near uh, windmills which are uh, partly owned by uh, Hindustan Petroleum if I'm not really wrong. Oh, okay. uh, and then we wanted to explore the place uh, because we were not uh, uh, used to windmills so close. So we ended up <laughs> doing some amount of off-roading there uh, uh, among the couple of SUVs that we had. Uh, and then watching windmills uh, at a very close distance and then we came back uh, in an hour's time realizing the mistake that we did that we passed by everything that we need to uh, be looking at I
2: think you needed to make a right, right?
0: We forgot taking the right uh, option there (laughs) 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 Good
2: luck, good luck yeah. yeah, but go on. Uh, so so um, you spent some time so we, off-roading at um, then uh, like going by the windmills and then you made your way back to the fort?
0: Yeah, so we made we made our way back to the fort uh, and then we entered the fort and we were uh, uh, awestruck as uh, the, from the moment that we entered the fort there. The narrow lanes and the doors that were welcoming us uh, mm-hmm. at Gundakota, it was really mesmerizing for us. And we were like, the effort that we have taken traveling all the way from morning uh, and reaching that place... We felt it paid off. We uh, further continued into the fort. Uh, You'll have a couple of doors that you need to and then you need to honk because it's a very narrow path. And then there could be a possibility of a few vehicles in the opposite direction. uh, And you would not have a place to manoeuvre. So uh, you go further in uh, and then near uh, the Jama uh, Masjid or Mm -hmm. the Jama Mosque. There is a lot of place that is carved out for parking your vehicles there. Right. So you go there, park your vehicles, Uh, everything that you need to see in Kotam to a large extent is there in the vicinity uh, of you parking your vehicles.
2: Yeah, and then, uh, just as, uh, a little bit of a backstory, right? Uh, so, Gandhikota is, um, it's uh, the, the fort is actually like a uh, fort city, right? So, you, as you yeah. pass through the uh, gateways and everything, you pass by a few houses also where people still live, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So, exactly. there's that. And, um, once you pass all of that, uh, you end up uh, near the Jama mosque that, or the Jama masjid that, uh, Srikanth is referring to. And, um, as a little bit of a background, um, The fort in itself, right? Uh, The fort in the city. Uh, I think it has its origins back in um, 1123, I think was uh, when it was first built. But over time, it has been ruled by different rulers. And uh, I believe even um, some rulers associated to, say, the Chalukyas and then people from the Vijayanagara Empire. I think this might be the same one that ruled uh, parts of Karnataka as well. Um, And uh, eventually, the rulers of the Delhi Sultanate, etc., ruled it for a little bit. And uh, surprisingly, if, uh, actually, Faiza, I was a little surprised that uh, Ali and Tipu Sultan also apparently ruled this place for a little bit, uh, maybe not no. too long, but uh, they were there for a little bit before uh, it uh, was passed over to the Nawabs of Hyderabad, and finally the British yeah. took over, right? So that way, uh, in terms of the... Uh, richness of the yeah culture and history and even the diversity right it's been ruled by um, like many different uh, rulers and kingdoms Uh, uh, that also kind of shows in the fort right in terms of the monuments it has
0: yeah and also uh, one interesting fact here is uh, the Jama Masjid that uh, we just spoke about uh, uh, parking our vehicles outside uh, that was in fact built by the Mughals The structure is now getting renovated. Uh, They're trying to restore Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, uh, ensure that the structure is um, intact there. So there are renovation works going on as we visited this place as well.
2: Okay, wonderful. Because uh, I I completely agree to that point. Uh, It does have uh, the feel of that Islamic architecture also right the Mughal architecture yeah. if you may uh, that that is kind of re- reflected in uh, the Jama Masjid as well it has um, two beautiful minarets the longer ones and uh, there's a yeah. number of smaller ones too so it was a really nice place and um, as as uh, Shrikant mentioned uh, reminds you of um, other Mughal uh, monuments as well it's, it's uh, very similar to them in style uh, but I agree to the point about uh, the renovation right uh, because when we visited It uh, there was it was first of all it was uh, some parts of it were like close to uh, being dilapidated, but uh, otherwise more than that, I think it was the vandalism um, that was showing more, uh, especially in the inner part of the the main hall, right, the prayer hall and stuff like that. There was a lot of signs of vandalism, so I'm glad that it's being renovated. But I only hope that uh, they're doing a good job at it because sometimes people tend to overdo these things right things like the renovations and stuff and it loses the original uh, charm and the beauty that uh, the monument had
0: yeah and also uh one more uh point uh safe uh, that i've recently read uh uh-huh a few days back is uh, uh, the chief minister of andhra pradesh and uh, the ap tourism is uh, uh exercising special interest in renovating and uh, restoring the history of gandikota and they are looking at uh, having this as a historical site and probably have uh, some amount of UNESCO uh, involvement as well so that's something which they're planning and uh, is on the cards at this point the discussions wonderful. are on
2: wonderful i think that's really good news that way i think um the amount of resources and the energy that's spent on preservation, it'll go up and I hope it does go up because if if it does become a UNESCO world Heritage site, it'll attract a lot more in terms of uh, attention of uh, tourists and tourism, etc. Right? So, um, yep. I hope they do a good job at um, conserving and preserving this. Uh, so, let us speak a, a little more about the other monuments also within the vicinity of the Fort Complex. Srikant, if you want to touch about that?
0: Sure, definitely, definitely. And there is uh, uh, this uh, place as you enter and, and cross the Jama Masjid, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we were shocked to see a Charmina there. Uh, we were only relating to Charmina <laughs> in Hyderabad and then we were uh, surprised to find a Charmina there as well. It's slightly smaller in size but uh, the way it is built it almost reflects like uh, the Charmina that's there in Hyderabad and it has the minarets that we have in back in Hyderabad and uh, one interesting fact again about it is it's built pure of limestone mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's something which uh, stands out as
2: well yeah true Uh, even we were in for a little bit of a shocker and i think (laughs) that even the board read that it says charminar and we were like uh weren't we supposed to see that in hyderabad (laughs) a mini charminar of sorts right it's a mini charminar much smaller yeah yeah awesome awesome And, and now the while these are the two more um say mughal or islamic type of um Monuments within the complex, there's also a couple of uh, temples within the uh, complex that are remaining, right? Because I believe there are many, many more temples within the complex, but now we see at least two of them remaining, uh, which Srikanth, you might want to touch upon.
0: Yeah, so uh, we had the opportunity of going to one place, uh, uh, which is uh, Ranganadaswami temple. Okay. Now, uh, when you talk about a temple, the first thing that comes to your mind is the deity or the idol that's there and worshipped. Unfortunately, as we have been talking about dilapidation and also not well managed or things on those lines, we could not find an idol there. But what really caught our attention and uh, we were uh, still finding it as a good way to look at is the great sculptures and also the art that was still intact mm-hmm. uh, uh, when you look at the, roofs or, uh, the different uh, sculptures that were there still uh, were there and uh, we were able to at least uh, feel good about it and um, that was something which uh, when you have a look and then you understand art to a certain extent Uh then you could understand the seriousness and also the precision with which they were constructed the pillars or the sculptures on those pillars and also the roof the art that was carved onto the roof uh, and that's something which is really marvelous the only missing point was uh, deity or the idol probably that was worshipped there in the ages that it was
2: and, and uh, also there is this, uh, like we <laughs> referred previously to the Jama Mosque and um, the Jaminar that they had, a lot of... Um Mughal influence, right? This one, I felt it had a little bit of, um, say, the Vijayanagara yep. kingdom's influence, right? In terms of the architecture, it reminded me of uh, uh, the temples of Hampi. It looked similar in architecture. So that's something that is noteworthy as well. And uh, the other one, the other temple as well uh, within the vicinity, which is the Madhavaraya temple, I believe, uh, that's also not uh, too far away. And uh, these temples are think it's probably um red ranite or something like that that's been used to build these uh they look uh, very different they stand out and uh very beautifully made beautiful architecture. And uh, typical Dravidian style architecture, and I believe they've um, been built around the fifteenth or the sixteenth century. So I, I couldn't quite get uh, more information about this, but uh, yeah, uh, if uh, one, if uh, somebody was thinking that uh, the Gandikota is just about the gods and the beautiful views, etc., there's much more in terms of the monuments within the fort complex, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right, uh, uh, say. So now there is also a possibility of you going down un- uh, until, to a certain extent, uh, the Penar River there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that, you need to climb down by the fort wall okay. that is still there to a certain extent. And then you can go until a certain place uh, close to uh, the Penar River, way below the gorge. Okay, so
2: uh, uh, you can get down uh, in the valley, you're saying, right?
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. That would be a bit of a trek, I would say, to a certain extent, because the path is not clear. And uh, there was a road that was uh, there uh, when the fort was in full glory. Mm -hmm. But as the time passed, uh, the bushes and also the rocks, uh, they formed a blockade uh, uh, to the path there. And then you need to be very careful. And when you're coming back up, you should be double careful because uh, there is a high chance of you slipping from the rocks and then falling and hurting yourself. So that's Mm -hmm. one area that you need to be careful about.
2: Yeah, I think that's a a valid point. And uh, even, even before one plans on going down, on a track to the valley like by the river right I think there are some great viewpoints from uh, very close to the temples and the mosque right it's uh, not too far away maybe about 500 meters or uh, uh, so if you just go by you get beautiful view of the river and the gorge and uh, especially during the sunset I think it's a great time to uh, be there during the sunset and and, uh, enjoy the stunning views because uh, I think this is why people go and uh, relate this to the Grand Canyon uh, and the Colorado River, right? It looks a little similar, um, and that's yeah. why people keep tossing upon that. But uh, in all sincerity, this is um, as stunning as um, the Grand Canyon. It deserves its um, its own uh, place. Uh, we spent some time there too. I hope uh, you guys got to enjoy the good views to Shrikanth.
0: Exactly, Safa. Uh, and uh, 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 just one more point there. Uh, it's not just the sunsets. The sunrise uh, sunrise uh, on any given day on uh-huh. a clear day uh-huh. could be equally interesting and mesmerizing. I would say sunsets uh, on the gorge uh, in inside uh, uh, the gundikota fort mm-hmm. now as you come out of the gundikota fort uh, towards the camping area the moment you get up in the morning roughly around five 6 ish uh, mm-hmm. whenever the sunrise rises, you open your tent and then you peep out you'll be thrilled to find a lovely sun uh orange sun uh, smiling back at you and that's something which lifts up your spirit and then you are uh, full active and uh, all <laughs> of, uh and with all energy out there
2: wonderful and i think that too makes um camping the night out there worthwhile right uh, yes because if you're in your uh, harita resort i don't think you'll uh, have a view of um, this wonderful site
0: no you would not you would not uh you should <laughs> definitely uh watch and sit from the gorge and also camp uh, by the gorge uh, outside the gandikota fort mm. you would probably be Uh, mesmerized you would go back with wonderful memories Uh, and uh, it's not just the sunrise or the sunset the moment you have your dinner or uh, a snack in the evening and then as the sun uh, sets and then you have the night sky lit up Uh you would be mesmerized with the stars that uh, uh, probably would be coming your way in the night and then we were awake till what uh, two o'clock three o'clock in the night we were gossiping we were looking at the stars (laughs) there were no lights around we were trying to Enjoy the, the nature in its, uh, true glory there. So
2: wonderful, wonderful. I'm sure, especially for, um, us, uh, city dwellers, right? Uh, spending a night under the stars uh, and camping, especially yeah. would have been like a memorable experience. So I think the whole, um, package in itself, if I may, uh, right from the beautiful, um, monuments within the fort complex to the beautiful views of the gorge and the river. To the camping experience, the sunset and the sunrise, I think it's a wholesome package, um, yeah. both in terms of um, people who are, say, nature lovers, as well as people who appreciate art and history and uh, architecture a lot more, right? So it's the best of both worlds for everybody. And uh, after having spent some time here, like you spent the night here and uh, you got a beautiful view of the sunrise as well, the following one, uh, what time did, uh, did you head off from uh, Gandikota?
0: We got up uh, at around uh, 6, as I've already shared, uh, more from a sunrise standpoint. There were a few um, guys who were tired and then uh, were sleeping. Most of them got up by 7. Uh, and then we packed our tents and then we headed back to Harita. Mm-hmm. and uh, we. We had our uh, 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 freshing fris- up of uh, sorts in the morning, and then we uh, had our breakfast, and then mm-hmm. we headed to another wonderful place in Andhra Pradesh, very close by uh, to Gandikota, which is uh, Balaam Caves. Awesome. The distance yep. or
2: uh, the time taken, uh, how much to for ride so, with us?
0: So from Gandhikota, the roads are really beautiful. You would be having some really uh, mesmerizing uh, views as mm-hmm. you uh, head towards uh, Balaam Caves. Uh, and uh, the time uh, from Gandikota to Balaam should uh, not take anywhere beyond uh, uh, 75 to 90 minutes. Okay. on a given day okay
2: wonderful so, so there by noon i would assume right the... yeah
0: yeah uh, we roughly started at 9 30 and then we were there by around 11 11 ish
2: okay wonderful so uh, before we start talking more about the balam caves shrikant uh, you want to give yeah. a little bit of a quick background about that as well you did mention that these are the second largest cave complex of sorts within india right
0: yeah. Um, one more area that I would like to highlight uh, for people who want to visit Belum Caves is it roughly takes around one and a half, two hours to completely cover uh, uh, the Belum Caves uh, and see every nook and corner, which is open to public yep. in Belum Caves there. Yeah. You know, with a caution there uh-huh. and the caution is be ready to sweat it out <laughs> uh, and the reason why i say that is uh, you're going way deep uh, as deep as uh, 150 meters uh, below the uh, ground, ground level. level yeah so that's something which you should be prepared for the best part is uh, ap government or uh, the archaeological survey of india and also the ap tourism they're making all efforts to ensure that you get fresh air out there so there are mm-hmm. Air, air circulations and air shots and blowers uh, at uh, periodic places uh, and then you should be decently standing under those for some uh-huh. time.
2: Sure, especially uh, I mean we already mentioned how hot um, Andhra Pradesh and um, Telangana can get right, yeah. Uh, yeah. and this is much much hotter uh, while you go down. So, um, and even in terms of the you mentioned the depth, it's uh, about one hundred and fifty meters at the deepest point. about but yeah. uh, that much below the ground level. And um, in terms of length, um, it's it's uh, over three kilometers long, right?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, three kilometers strong and uh, uh, we have this habit of talking about feats right because uh, of the Himalayas and all those things so you are actually looking at uh, 10,500 uh, or 600 feet of length of Balam cave that you are looking at covering uh, by foot <laughs>
1: wow. mm-hmm. and I think apart from even the temperature that uh, increases there uh, the air also thins down so at least I yeah. personally when we started off uh, and we were right there at the main hall uh, for some for like maybe for some 10-15 minutes i did have difficulty breathing but then eventually it got better so uh, just a caution out to all the people out there just be careful and uh keep your
2: yeah i mean uh, for somebody check. who's claustrophobic um, i don't think this will be the best idea right. uh, having said that it's uh not too difficult i mean this yeah, is definitely I think, doable, I think it just takes
1: like a minute to get used to it uh more than a minute for me but yeah, it, yeah. once you're prepared i think it's it's
2: okay yeah yeah and, and uh before we even get into the caves um I would uh, also like to call out the uh, huge statue that's there at the entrance, right, Uh, Srikant? Yeah,
0: Yeah. so as you get in, there is a Buddha statue there, uh, Saif, and uh, that's something which is pure white. And uh, uh, you stand there, uh, uh, and then you are mesmerized uh, watching the uh, Buddha statue there. You spend some time there, probably take uh, a few uh, clicks, and then you head over to the parking area the temperatures would be really worse. When we visited there, we were constantly monitoring Now the cars that we are getting right. You get these temperatures inbuilt. So you know what the outside temperature looks like. We uh, experienced the heat that you tend to experience in summers in September I would say and uh, yeah. which was roughly around 45 degrees uh, Celsius so uh, that was something which we were shocked
1: and yeah maybe just a shout out for all the people uh, at least before I went ahead and like googled about it uh, Balaam Cave isn't something that is uh, a hill that has caves you have yeah. to go really deep down and
2: just yeah you have to out. get I mean you have to descend downwards it's uh, not in the hills yeah it's, underground yeah it's an underground yeah. cave it's an underground yeah. uh, cave network and uh, um, but I, w- I would la- also like to give a shout out to um, the AP Tourism Department has been um, fairly well maintained, and uh, there is the facility of guides as well for uh, somebody looking to find out more in yes. terms of the formations and the uh, different parts of the caves as well. Because as I said, right, it's a pretty long stretch of caves that is there. So if you're just by yourself, um, you won't get lost, but uh, you might miss out on some of the information that a lot might of information share. because um, yeah, yeah, it's well lit also, right? There's uh, lighting from place to place, right, Srikanth?
0: Yes. So there is lighting from place and uh, the air uh, shoots are also there. There could be places where uh, uh, some work is going on and there could be uh, slush and mud out there. So that's the only uh, area for people to watch out for because they tend to sleep as the work goes on. And uh, uh, that's the only area to watch out for.
2: And then uh, also just describe to our listeners, uh, Shikant, I mean, we'll try to pitch in as well wherever we can but as you enter the caves right like what are the kinds of uh, things you're seeing around you uh etc yep. like what are the types of formations yeah, once you
1: descend down the stairs yeah,
2: well, like... well, yeah why don't you give a little bit of a flavor of that too sure for
0: sure so i'll probably start off with you entering the cave the first logical uh, thing that you uh, tend to do is buy your ticket uh, the ticket costs roughly around 75 rupees and then you are uh, ushered in uh, okay. to the balem caves there there are stairs that you need to go down and as you enter there uh, you will uh, probably find a few places uh, that you would want to have a look at the first thing that uh, your attention draws to is uh, something we call pilidwaram pilidwaram is something that is in the shape of a cat and of an entrance for you you would also tend to look at uh, the saint bed uh, mm-hmm. it's it's in the form of a bed where the saints used to probably relax and that's the reason the name is derived from there uh, it's a very it's a rock a single rock that is that is cut in the form of a bed there. So that is the second uh, thing that you tend to notice as you uh, enter into Balam Caves. And uh, there are a few more areas that you would uh, probably want to visit as you uh, go deeper into uh, Balaam Caves. One is a meditation hall, mm-hmm. which is very peaceful in nature. Uh, you tend to uh, spend some time there in the meditation hall and then you further go on. There is place which is in the form of a bunion tree. right? Uh, and uh, that is something which will again uh, catch your attention as you uh, go into uh, Balaam Caves. Yeah. Now there is one more uh, area uh, which is more of a, a musical chamber uh, uh, which uh, is uh, inside the belem Caves as you go inside there. Uh, the markings for you to go from one chamber or one place to the other are uh, made by uh, uh, the authorities there so that you know where uh, is the entrance in and where is the exit right. and how is that you need to go there. There are also areas where uh, you have uh, a chamber which is uh, named as Koti Lingalu Chamber. Mm-hmm. Now my understanding uh, is uh, uh, that you have uh, rock formations in the form of uh, shivalingas, right. um, uh, not the uh, full lone shivalingas there, but uh, cones or are, uh, areas which uh, tend to look like shivalingas there. And that is something which uh, also would be uh, an area that you would want to not miss there. Yep. As you go in uh, further deep into Baleam Cave, there is a place which takes you to the deepest point, which is roughly around 150-151 meters, it goes by the name Patala Ganga. That is a place where you have uh, uh, water droplets uh, coming in from the rocks itself and there is a small pond, kind of a sm- very small pond, you need to bend and then go there. Yep. I don't think more than two to three people can fit in at one point in time mm-hmm. uh, inside, but there is one area that uh, I would probably caution people who are going into Baleam Caves, particularly yep. to Patala Ganga. don't step into the water there it might yeah. look uh, that it's very small but the depth is very deep is what we were told as uh, we explored that place there so that's one area that i would want to uh, highlight and uh, caution people there
1: that's true because see uh, overall when you see the cave formation also these uh, the cave was for because of a river uh, the underground yeah. river thousands of years ago So there are deep wells that do exist within the cave and Patal Ganga is one of them. There's also some people even say that, uh, I mean, the water in Patal Ganga is so deep that it even connects to one of the wells that is almost two kilometers away from Belam. The water might look tiny, but then it runs deep down. Yeah, Yeah, it might
2: look shallow, but uh, yeah, this is what our guide said as well, that uh, it's very deep and... um, please don't be i mean don't be foolish and uh, uh, try stupid things yeah.
0: yep. and also uh safe one uh, thing that i would want to highlight probably is i'm also too tall so most of the places <laughs> that i have been to in balam case i had to actually literally bend and walk and ensure that my my head was safe uh, and avoid uh, of any injuries there so that's something which was uh, one of uh, a walk i would say mm-hmm. so deep uh, so these are some of the places that i would uh, uh, say at least uh, from a name standpoint which caught my attention now belem Caves is not just that. Uh, there are a lot of uh, formations and um, you tend to uh, bump into different structures or uh, uh, formations uh, from a belem Cave standpoint. They are formed uh, by probably freshwater and also uh, some amount of stones mm-hmm. that these areas were uh, exposed to. It's called uh, belem guholu from a Telugu uh, standpoint there. Mm-hmm. These caves were uh, carved out of limestone deposits. And uh, it's not just uh, belem Cave that is there in the, uh, that area. There are a lot of caves that uh, are well known in those areas. So there is something which uh, was also occupied by uh, monks from the Jain and the Buddhist, uh, roughly. What? to 3,000 years ago. There is something which is still being excavated and when we uh, checked, uh, they said that there are a few more areas that they're trying to uh, uh, do the deep excavation and also identify uh, uh, much more uh, uh, in-depth aspects that come out of Balaam Caves there. So uh, it's not just that uh, uh, that you see there when you go to balam there is a lot that's there yeah. that is being explored and uh, brought out uh, on a day-to-day basis there
2: definitely and um, it was a packed weekend it looks like a packed weekend and uh, we thank you yes. so much shrikant for um, uh, letting us like be with your uh, family and with colleagues and taking us on this trip we enjoyed every bit of it and uh, it um, is very underrated as I said at the beginning it places that we discussed during the itinerary they're pretty underrated of sorts and um, we're glad that we could sample them and Shrikant now why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us how people can follow um, say about your future trips your future travels and um, all the adventure that you get into.
0: Definitely. So first of all, thanks, Saif and uh, uh, Faiza uh, for listening to my story. Uh, If you're looking at traveling uh, through my eyes uh, to places that I go, Mm -hmm. uh, now I have uh, Insta and data handles that I uh, regularly uh, keep my travel posted on. Instagram at Travel with Srikanth. That's my handle on Instagram. Uh, On Twitter, I go by the name Travel with Sri. Travel with Srikanth could be the hashtag that I'll be using both in Instagram, Facebook, and uh, uh, Twitter out there. So that's something which uh, I go by. And uh, I write my blogs on Travel uh, Vacations. that's where i uh, pen my stories so that later point in time when my son grows older mm-hmm. he can read the stories and then uh, cherish and uh, remind himself of the trips that he has been to uh, with his parents that's Wonderful. such a
2: beautiful yeah. thought and uh, we wish you all the best all the best to you your family for many more such fun-filled trips such fun-filled vacations and uh, we enjoyed every bit of this weekend. thank you so much
0: great to- talking to you, yourself Absolutely, likewise.
2: Yeah, same
1: here, Srikanth. Thank you so much for being a part of the Musafir Stories.
2: That was yet another great episode of the Musafir Stories. If you guys like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Audioboom, Boom, Savan, Pocket Casts, Castbox, Stitcher, or any other podcasting app available on iOS or Android. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way in the show's discoverability. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We go by the handle the Massaffer Stories. Or if it suits you, you could email us at themosafrastories at gmail.com or visit our website at ww.themosafristories.com for more information. All of these links will be made available in the show notes section of each episode. So here's to more traveling, sharing and inspiring. Stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, happy travels and goodbye.